American people stand firm in the faith which has inspired this nation from the beginning. We believe that all men have a right to equal justice under law and equal opportunity to share in the common good. We believe that all men have the right to freedom of thought and expression. We believe that all men are created equal because they are created in the image of God. From this faith, we will not be moved. Hello, God bless America, and welcome to the Freedom of Thought podcast. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Freedom of Thought is available on all the different podcasting apps you can imagine out there, for the most part, at least. (laughs) It is a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today. Thank you once and always for downloading and listening to the show. And um, today, we're going to talk about the Georgia Guidestones. Uh, I guess today, basically, they were damaged badly, uh, apparently, which... um, (laughs) Well, and then, of course, they're talking about right-wing conspiracy theorists, this and that. Okay. And they talk about how this is a source of right-wing conspiracy and this and that. Well, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> when you read what's on the Georgia Guidestones and what they're talking about, conspiracy theory, all it does is prove exactly what the global elite are planning. It's all there, and thankfully the information is there despite the fact it got blown up and damaged really badly and all that. So severe damage was caused to it overnight, apparently, July 5th into July 6th and all that so and i apologize for not doing a july 4th episode just unable to uh record at the time and i i probably could have found a way and figured something out and i apologize that i didn't so i I, and and generally speaking i kind of just I, i just wasn't prepared and i wasn't feeling my best so that's kind of been the case with that but now we have the georgia guidestones to talk about and again just further proof that the global elite have a plan, and it's a and it's a very evil one, especially the very first of the Ten Commandments. It's almost like a mockery of God, like like a mockery to God, saying, "Well, these are our Ten Commandments." You know, they you know, like man above God, basically, like how the Jewish stars of six pointed star, God above man, and then a hexagon is man above God. So it's like a six above a seven, basically. So it's it looks like Jewish star, but it's like kind of like designed oppositely it's it's like hard to explain but um, some of you that understand that know better at the end of the day so again apparently on july 6th an explosion hit the stones destroying the swahili and hindi language slab and causing significant damage to the capstone nearby residents reportedly heard and felt explosions at around 4 a.m so apparently on july uh, that would be today july the 6th um and again it's speaking it's uh it's in multiple different languages, English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. Okay, so let's read the Ten Commandments of the Global Elite. And again, also, on Truth to Ponder, Bob Bierman, the host there, fantastic guy, does a fantastic job, is a ordained pre- uh, minister and just does a wonderful job on the show, and I encourage you to uh, donate to him and all that. Um, <laughs> I encourage you to check check out the show and in time donate to him. He does a wonderful job. Um, and he's, he's talked about this as well. And he's talked about also like some rich person put this here years ago, back in 1980, put these up in a very rural part of Georgia. It's the strangest thing. And it's like, of course, it's got to be Ted Turner 
because Ted Turner has constantly talked about this kind of thing. Uh, Ted Turner has always talked about bringing down the population and this and that. So I'm letting the cat out of the bag for those of you that have not heard of, of these before, though I'm guessing a number of you have if you're listening to the show. Number one on the Georgia Guidestones, commandment number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. That would mean reducing the population by, you know, over 90%. Over 90%. And uh, Bill Gates has talked about reducing the population. Of course, a lot of these global elite work together. They get along. The George Soroses, the uh, <laughs> Bill Gates, those of you that think he's doing good for the world with his vaccine. Well, when he talks about reducing the population and he throws in the very first thing he brings uh, ideas in reducing the population are, oh, we have vaccines, there are ways to do this, and just right away. So what does that tell you about vaccines and all the creepiness of what's been going on inside these vaccines and what's going on inside people's bodies after they take the vaccines, including like, you know, solid substances being found in people's blood that is insane, like 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 rubber band type of material. That's weird and really scary because rubber band type of material in blood vessels doesn't go well. And notice how these people were actually, the people that were talking about were dead. They were in the morgue. And when you drain blood in the morgue, these type of objects have been found while the uh, coroner uh, has been uh, draining blood. So pretty damn crazy and really scary. But maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. So it's better for nature to have less than 500 million people on Earth. Again, when we're talking about a population near 7 billion, almost there, at the end of the day, the whole plan to make people feel we're overpopulated is to overpopulate cities. So then when most people are all crammed into, into cities, which is a very small area, like Minneapolis, St. Paul, Chicago, Los Angeles, you know, I mean, <laughs> Tokyo, you know, Beijing, wherever the heck, they're going to think, yeah, yeah, we're overpopulated. This is stupid. We need to do something about it. It's getting to be too much. And gosh, it's hot here. Oh, it's so hot. Where, yes, there's a greenhouse effect in cities, but it's not as dramatic as people make it to be. There are greenhouse effects, but it's nothing near, but it doesn't affect the entire planet. Um, because when the, <laughs> when, say, when they talked about the North Pole shrinking in size many years ago, back in the late 90s, because that's when that happened. In fact, it's grown since, um, grown back, you know what I mean? Like sun cycles, the sun goes through hot and cold cycles. But it's funny how somehow our global warming must be affecting the entire solar system, right? Because when the poles were shrinking on Earth, the poles were also shrinking on Mars because Mars also has poles, a North Pole, South Pole, you know, where it's cold and icy, whatever, this and that, you know. So global warming not only affects Earth, it affects the, the uh, solar system. Yeah, it's complete BS. It's all a lie. And in fact, back in the 70s, it was... Talk, they were talking about an ice age, like we were going to, you know, we're blocking out the sun with smoke or whatever, this and that, and we're creating an ice age. Well, it looks like they're trying to create an ice age with all these, uh, you know, chemtrails and such, trying to reflect, uh, you know, these, these objects in the sky, trying to reflect the sun back. And of course, the strangeness of the sky, especially during this past spring, which went on for months, where every single evening the sky had a haze in it, no matter what the conditions were, windy, humid, not humid, 
not a cloud in the sky, but the sky was hazy as heck every single day. And it was every single day, particularly in the sunset. So I've always found that very strange uh, because that wasn't the case, not even just a couple of years ago. So something funny has been going on. It's not a conspiracy anymore. It's it's not a conspiracy theory anymore. It's a conspiracy. Um, so again, this is all about global warming and, and uh, global warming or climate change or global cooling or ice age. It's all a big bleeping lie. And uh, yes, truth to ponder. Bob Bierman talks about it a lot. Of course, Alex Jones as well. Infowars with um, Owen Schroyer as well and a lot of their great guests that they've had on over the course of time. So, and I'm not associating Bob Bierman with Alex Jones. I'm not sure if Bob Bierman really agrees with everything Alex Jones says. But, I mean, obviously some of it because, well, this is a, this is a conversation that's been going on for many years. So that was number one. Number two guide reproduction wisely improve fitness and diversity okay it's interesting i guess um i don't have a whole lot to add to that <laughs> but i guess it's like uh i don't know um yeah i mean it sounds good on the surface i would guide reproduction wisely as in you know it's not just about fitness and diversity, like get with whoever. Well, that's actually it is what that sounds like. It actually sounds more immoral and worldly than you'd think. Um, guiding it wisely would be like, for one, well, yeah, there's probably thinking having less kids, which, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> but um, they, it's nothing about getting married first, unfortunately. They don't seem to give a dang about that. So I'm a strong, strong proponent to getting married first because I think it's just, <laughs> well... Most of the time, I would say the marriage has more of a bond to it, you know, versus just people living together and having kids. So, number three, unite him, uh, unite humanity with a living new language. Sounds like the Tower of Babel there. Creepy. Creepy. Unite humanity with a living new language. That sounds exactly like the Tower of Babel. <laughs> That's really creepy, actually. So... I mean, mm, mm. I mean, it, just make it more obvious. Why don't you? Like, like God, you stopped. You stopped the, those people way back in the Tower of Babel. Well, we're gonna do it now. You can't stop us now. Ha 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 ha. Number four: rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Hmm. Rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason interesting um i guess i kind of almost don't get that one but then again i'm sure that's a very i mean there's a very worldly point of view you could get from that as well and i'm not a fan of the worldly point of view number five protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts yeah that would be nice wouldn't it like like the 2020 election that would have been nice that would have been nice but unfortunately it looks like that one is just a big, cute little, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're fair. We're honest. <laughs> nudge, nudge. So that would be great if that was, if, if you were being sincere about that one, Mr. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Ted Turner and probably other people involved in it. Probably not just him. Number six, net, let all nations rule internally, resolving external debuts in a world court. So it sounds at first like nations could be sovereign aha uh -huh. but guess what in a world court uh-huh resolving external disputes disputes in a world court so it does sound more and more like a new world order than you'd think um interesting 
resolving external disputes in a world court. That does sound like let's lead towards a new world order. It sure does. Maybe I'm reading into it wrong, but I don't think so. Number seven, avoid petty laws and, use, and useless officials. Yeah, it's petty to have, uh, it's petty to not have uh, same-sex people getting married. That's petty. So, a very petty thing. It's very petty. No, <laughs> I mean, you can kind of almost tell what they're talking about there. Um, I'm not trying to bash certain people, certain groups of people. It's, but at the same time, it doesn't mean I agree with the behavior, and it certainly doesn't mean I agree with them getting married either. Um, it's just, it's, it's written. It is written that it's not the right thing to do. It's just not. I'm sorry. It's, I hate to say it, and I hate to offend people. It's the wrong thing to do, bottom line. So I'm sure, that, I'm sure they're hinting at something there. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Sounds like abortion there. <laughs> sure does. Sounds like abortion there. Let people have their their abortion. Let them have it. Let them have their abortion. Let them kill their kids because they don't want their kids. And hey, hey, population reduction. Yep, population reduction. Come on now. You gotta you gotta reduce that population. Aren't you sick of all those people at Boston? Say, uh, yeah, yeah, I am actually. I think it's way too overcrowded. That's just poor management, though. That's just poor management, honestly. Really poor management. Ooh boy, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> and along with cities and everything. That's that's poor management, and it's quite frankly done by design to make everybody think we're overpopulated. Because why are we cramming seven, you know, why are we cramming like 2,000 people in one facility? It's ridiculous. It's insane. And, yeah, there's the there's another aspect to it that I'll leave to myself that I'm just, that needs to move on. You know, I'm just tired of it. Number nine, prize truth. Yeah, I prize truth. I, I prize truth. I think we need to get some truth out of this 2020 election. Yeah, and of course, the the left would say that there was that they need that they were lying that the that the Russian collusion happened when their own people, their own democratic people, you know, couldn't find anything. So because there was nothing there to begin with. Whereas in this case, there's so much evidence, so much <laughs> overwhelming evidence that something something wasn't right on election day and the days after and into the into the night that day as well um prize truth beauty love seeking harmony with the infinite with the infinite okay whatever that means some who is that you're you're uh you're uh <laughs> you're a, a thousand points of light or something like that the illumination of a thousand points of light is is that what we're talking about seeking harmony with the infinite mm. Well, it certainly doesn't sound like God. It sounds like the universe. Be one with the universe. I just love reading about that kind of stuff and hearing about that kind of stuff in people's TikTok and Instagram videos. Just just absolutely nothing about God whatsoever. Avoiding God at all costs because because it's just, you know, like, like somehow magically, you just magically appeared one day. You know, it's just insane. Insane to me that people think they magically appeared somehow, some way. And, you know, you're this beautiful Asian girl or whatever the heck, but you're just too good for God. You're just too good. You know, no, nope, no, nope. just be one with the universe. One with the universe. Yep. Everything you're looking at, everything I'm looking at right now out this Golden Valley apartment, the leaves, the trees, the clouds, the sky, that didn't just magically happen because a couple of molecules merged together. Uh, uh, again, where did the molecules come from, though? Again, even if molecules, even if that's what it was, even if it's scientifically proven that molecules merge together, where did the molecules come from? 
Still can't answer that, can you? Still can't answer that, can you? They didn't just magically appear out of nowhere. Same with the Big Bang. Where'd the Big Bang come from? Well, did it just magically happen out of nowhere because of, out of just nowhere, out of some kind of void, a Big Bang happened? No. The Big Bang had to have occurred because uh, God said, let there be light or something along those lines. Number 10, be not a cancer on earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. You mean cram people in cities, right? In tiny cities and tell them, tell them, well, it's not a tiny city, but tiny areas compared to their population. Cram people in cities and tell them it's overpopulated. There you go. That's that's a good way to go. Especially smash them in small little rooms and like, my gosh, it's so hot in here. We're overpopulated. You know, wipe people out or do something about it. We're overpopulated. We're overpopulated. You, you got to walk to work now. You got to bike to work. That's how it's going to have to be. You can't, uh, you just cannot do it. You, 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 you can't use those cars anymore, you know. Even though, even though the electricity actually is more expensive and uses up more carbon emissions, actually. It actually uses up more carbon emissions to charge that battery than for you to run a tank of gas. And that's been scientifically proven. So just use whatever science is convenient for you to prove your case, but ignore the other side that uh, disproves your case. That's the funny part. That's kind of the, uh, the way of the left in my humble opinion. Pretty damn crazy, pretty damn scary at the same time. But Georgia Guidestones, to me, again, further proof that there's something going on, you know, and that's been going on for quite a while. Uh, George W. H. W. Bush's uh, speech years ago, back in 91, September 11th, 1991, it was a, it was, he was talking about the illumination of a thousand points of light. He kept mentioning the New World Order time and time and time again in that speech and funny how it was September 11th 1991 like the odds of that are insane so I mean that's not a coincidence it's just not that's not a coincidence and that does not make me or anybody else a conspiracy theorist to think that there's a little bit of something going on and of course the number 11 has been a, a number used many times like the League of Nations was signed on November 11th at 11 a.m. Uh, uh, November 11th the 11th month of the year the 11th month of the year the 11th day of the month at 11 a.m. Hello? 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 That was the League of Nations at the end of World War I. Um, so, back in 1918. So, pretty, pretty crazy stuff. That was the first step towards the New World Order. And then the United Nations was the second step after World War II. And they were hoping to have World War III back in the 60s. And then that, 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 that naughty, that naughty guy, JFK, messed that up. Doggone it. So, <laughs> among that and him talking about that we were against, uh, Secret society, secret proceedings, secret oaths, and secret procedures. Next thing you know, he's he's killed. He's killed. That's not a coincidence either. Um, <laughs> and the 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 people you put together that were at that location as well. Pretty interesting. One of them was a was a young H. W. Bush. He was in the CIA back then. It's just it's just crazy and kind of scary. I'm not saying H. W. Bush killed Kennedy, but at the same time, could he possibly been involved? Very quite possibly been involved. Um, not meaning he pulled the trigger, but again, it's just uh, amazing how many people, <laughs> how many of the wrong, wrong slash right people were in the wrong slash right place at the wrong slash right time. So you just put all this together and it's a big plan. It's a big idea. A new world order. That sounds familiar. 91. 91. And again, uh, multiple, multiple speeches. Stuff. One from the Oval Office talking to the public, looking right at the camera, 
with those creepy, with that creepy look and that distant look in his eyes, George H.W. Bush, back in 91. And, you know, people talking about it's old news. I remember years ago, somebody said it was old news back when I worked in my service job years ago. I couldn't tell. I, I should have asked him more. Do you mean old news as in it's been, yeah, like this has been going on. It's old news, this is going on. Or old news as in it's it's like, that's that's over. What are you talking about? That's just something that this guy talked about back in the day. Like, old news as in it's, it's very much going on, and it's been going on for a while. Yep, I agree with that, yes. Yep, but the look on his face, he looked like the kind of person that would be skeptical and push people away. But I'm not sure. I, I, I should have asked that guy more. I should have asked him more, but it's too bad. Um, but to me, I mean, it's just further and further proof, this, this monument, this monument, this Masonic looking monument is very much proof that, uh, you know, this is real. This is very much real. Um, and again, it's in a strange, you know, it, it's in, uh, Elbert County, Georgia. The material is granite. And again, it was, uh, opened on March 22nd. That's another multiple of 11. I know I'm just messing around, but maybe that is kind of something to do with it. March 22nd, 1980. So to think it has been there all those years. And that conversation was 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 that long ago. So yes, it is old news. It is old news. It's it is old news, but not old news as in like it's over. Like that's that's just yeah. That was something people used to talk about. That's that's yeah. Like come on, come on, Joey. This isn't the nineteen. This isn't the nineteen tens anymore. So, well, and obviously that kind of stuff was talked about that long ago as well, which is really scary and sad at the same time. Oh, I think my mouse is going out. The New World Order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role. <laughs> Sorry, that's H.W. again, me imitating H.W. Um, it really is a an incredible, incredible thing where that, that how evil often tells you their plan, and boy, they sure did. They sure did, and this was, it, it's just, I. it does blow my mind to consider how long the Georgia Guidestones have been where they are. <laughs> 42 years. 42 years. Think about it. And yet people dismiss things. People dismiss this. People dismiss that. Um, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And how like books like 1984 and Brave New World, you know, stuff like that. How long ago this conversation's been around and how it's turning out to be factually true in every way and obviously it all ties in with Revelation as well. Revelation and other books like in the like uh, uh, the book of Daniel as well. Uh, amazing stuff. Check out the Final Hour podcast. I'll recommend that as well. The Final Hour. Jim Hammond locally. Twin Cities again uh, Living Word Christian Center of course the son of Mac Hammond as well. Again highly recommend that. Um, <laughs> I highly recommend that show. And, yeah, he's been doing good series about uh, Revelation and Daniel and such as well in um, Saturday Night Sermons and all that from Living Word. So stuff stuff to talk about for sure. I do believe I have some posts, and I didn't pull it up, unfortunately. So I think I'm going to keep trying to keep this to one segment if I can <clears throat> occasionally. And I apologize if my voice isn't 100%. That's just how it goes sometimes. Uh, this thing is... So again, the uh, Facebook page, Mark Carls, guys like Mark Carls and such Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash freedom of thou 76. Mark Carlson, 
Yes, this was around, I think he, yep, yep, I, I read this on Memorial Day, but what an awesome post it was. Jeff Froyland was, uh, yep, I, I had uh, showed, I shared an image of the Star Tribune where it said, thank you, President Joe Biden, Administrator Michael Reagan, Senator Amy Klobuchar, and Representative Angie Craig for lowering gas prices for American families and bolstering our energy security with more biofuels. And I said, dear Star, dear Star Tribune, please tell me this is a joke. Joe Biden and all these people lowered gas prices. They did? Really? They lowered gas prices, huh? That's insane. Um, Jeff Froyland out of Iowa, and Mark Carlson hit the laugh thing. Jeff Froyland also out of Iowa says, looks like it should be in the onion. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm blown away. I am blown away by the stupidity. Star Tribune is stupid. Yes. Uh... And I was saying, this is extremely frightening. These people should be in prison for the rest of their life. <clears throat> Authorized personnel says, <coughs> this is on Twitter, pardon me. When Trump supporters came to my office at the Mayo Clinic, I love misdiagnosing their healthy pregnancies as ectopic. I mean, ectopic, sorry. So they have to abort their white fetuses. Wow. 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 And then Diana responded saying, yeah, well, actually, no, Diana, this uh, authorized personnel retweeted from Diana Thirst right below. I'm a doctor at an urgent care clinic in Seattle, and one foolish Trump supporters dare ask me for help. I love to misdiagnose them and give them vitamins instead of antibiotics. Then I prescribe weed to myself and laugh at them. What the devil, man? So I was saying, again, this is extremely frightening. These people should be in prison for the rest of their life. Mark Carlson is not surprised the content has been removed. Yeah. Like, uh-oh, we don't want to show, show what we're really doing. It's really scary. <clears throat> and um, I shared an image from Mike Johnson. Oh, it shows one day for Memorial Day, the soldier, you know, crying for a lost comrade. And then a whole month of, you know, rainbows and s stuff looks like, uh, again, dildos sticking off of a person wearing basically a, rain a rainbow outfit. A whole month. They get a whole month. June, they get a whole month. And then Memorial Day gets one day. I was saying this up sums up the entire problem. Think about it, folks. One day to honor the troops and an entire month to go crazy about something pretty crazy in itself. Mark Carlson says, I don't know what to say about June. But your comments on Target, Joey. Thank you, Marcus, uh, for that. That was, again, Mark from Iowa. And this was a while back. Again, I posted on Memorial Day. This was in, uh, yep, uh, Lakewood Cemetery by Lake Calhoun, or Bombay Scar, or whatever they call it, but I still call it Lake Calhoun. Um, and this was in honor of veterans of World War One, the Spanish-American War, 1898, if I'm saying that correctly. And again, the Civil War, all the way back in the 1860s, of course, early half. Mark Carlson says, I need to visit this monument. Yep. Final thing. Yep, this was the Gar. The Gar, 1861 to 1865. Mark Carlson says, Many Minnesota boys have, gave, have, have given all to save our nation. There is a great monument to the soldiers from Minnesota who fought and died at Gettysburg. I have stood at the base of it many times. And that's uh, first, 
Minnesota, uh, first Minnesota Volunteer Infantry Regiment Monument. Wow. Yep, this is, wow, man. Mm. I'll, I'll continue, I'll start kind of from the top here. Yep, interesting, interesting. The first Minnesota Volunteer Infantry Regiment has three monuments at Gettysburg. The first regimental memorial placed at Gettysburg was an urn to the first Minnesota placed in the National Cemetery in 1867. The main document, uh, excuse me, the main monument is on Hancock Avenue near the Pennsylvania Memorial. Interesting, a smaller secondary monument. There's one third mile north on Hancock Avenue. Both monuments were erected in 1898. So again, honoring uh, many, many, many Minnesotans that died in Gettysburg. I guess we were way at the top there out of all the states in the United States. Um, Colonel William Colville, an attorney and newspaper owner from Red Wing, led the men into action. He was wounded during the July 2nd charge. Captain Nathan Messick took over command only to be killed the next day during the repulse of Pickett's charge. Command, or excuse me, Captain Wilson B. Farrell briefly took over until he was also killed. Jeez. Finally, Captain Henry Seacoats took over the command for the rest of the battle. The regiment lost 50 men, 173 wounded, and one missing. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a terrible, terrible thing that took, you know, obviously a terrible battle. Um, the Battle of Gettysburg, lots of people died in that battle. Um, yeah, but Minnesota was way at the top with deaths in that battle. So, uh, definitely something to uh, remember forever, regardless of how long ago it was. I'll always remember and uh, appreciate and respect the men who died at Gettysburg. With that, we will give them a moment of silence. Thank you to all that died in the Battle of Gettysburg. Thank you for fighting for uh, for uh, the freedom of us all, and um, thank you for thank you for serving this country. And just uh, so so sorry you lost your life at such a, at such a young age. And it's just crazy how yeah one guy took over and died, next one died, one guy took over, then he died, and then the next one took over, and then he died. Oh man. That's just, that's really something else. But that, that was the Civil War. I mean, that, it really was. And mm, mm, I, I just, you know, I, I have like day, day nightmares thinking about being in a war like that and how terrible it would be. And it's just, it's just nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. Um, oh, man. Other than just keep fighting and praying for the best in such a big way. So with that, I think we'll be wrapping things up here. Tell your friends about the show. If you could, write a positive rating on Apple Podcasts, um, possibly on, uh, what's the other one? Audible, uh, Spotify, and uh, Stitcher are the apps where you can either write a review or give a star rating. For those of you that have, thank you so much. And anyone in the future, thank you in advance so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, you can also join this show via audio sub auto submission. So audio submission, it would be greatly appreciated if you want to do that. Simply open up your smart device, open up the free voice recording app that every smart device should have, press record, treat it like a phone call, hit stop, and then share it slash email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. It'll be there. 
in the show description for you if, if you want to copy and paste this and that. I will then convert it into an MP3 file thanks to Zumzar with a Z dot com. Does a great job converting files to MP3s for me so I can put it in Audacity and put your sound into the show. With that, again, hope you had a wonderful July 4th. Uh, it's a tragedy, some of the stupid things that happened and the selfish behavior in downtown Minneapolis and in North Minneapolis and such. Just a bunch of, you know, just a bunch of idiots. Just, you know, with, with, with illegal fireworks in the first place, doing whatever the hell they want because no one will do anything about it. You know, it's just a horrible reality. But, um, again, hope all of you did have a wonderful July 4th. I, again, I apologize that I didn't do a show around that time. Um, wishing all of you a wonderful summer, depending on when I return. I'm sure I'll return very soon. This one was not a mobile record today. It was like a regular back-at-home recording. So, again, hopefully my voice will be a little better next time around. I apologize if it's not the best. And maybe it'll be mobile again, depending on how things go. With that said, wishing you all the best, and God bless the United States of America. (laughs) 